Well, let's talk DIY, and I put the call out earlier in the day for anyone with a DIY question to get in touch. Uh, Stan Scott has put his hand up to help where he can. Hi there, Stan. <laughs> cool. Yeah, good, thanks, Fane. Um, how are you? Yeah, good. You got any projects uh, on the way yourself over the weekend? Always projects on the bench, Jesse. There's, <laughs> there's a number of them. <laughs> It'll be um, netball, the kids' netball first off, and oh, then yeah. if, if there's any surf, and then we'll get into some projects around, no doubt. Good stuff. Well, um, thanks for your offer of help. You're this, welcome. This person wants to put up a floating shelf. They say they've marked the spots on the wall. They've got the level to make sure it's straight. And is it now as simple as drilling screws and shelf support into the wall? Sounds like they don't quite trust themselves. A floating shelf, yeah. I I presume it's the one that there's a steel bracket that's within the back of the the floating shelf. I think we've sort of seen them now. And they're slightly hollow. So you you attach the bracket to the shelf and then... Uh, to the wall, and then you you slot the the hollowed out shelf that goes into it, and then you put two screws in underneath the shelf into the brackets. Yeah, it is. It is. Look, you don't have to f- find a solid fixing um, because quite often where those um, metal brackets are that are within that flat floating shelf pack, quite often will not line up exactly where your solid fixings are in the wall. Um, so there are a number of different types of hollow wall anchors you can purchase and, um, you know, some individual hollow wall anchors, I mean, they're very, very easy to put in too. Um, and there, there's really no need to explain on how to do that because the packet tells you very, very easy. But you want to just have a look as have a think about how big the shelf is and how much weight you anticipate putting on it because some of those hollow wall anchors will take up to about 30 kgs on each uh, on each of one of those anchors. So, you know, you could get a pack of um, a pack of about 10 for about six bucks, and they may be about 18 kgs on each one, which would probably do you. And and so you don't have to find solid fixing mm. for them. Yeah. Nice one. Thank you. Um, here's a tough one for you. Rachel's got a curtain rail, a long drop curtain on a plastic hook system, and she says. It pulls back smoothly in one direction to close the curtain, but when we pull it to open, it's not smooth, and the end hooks always pop out. She says it's very annoying because it's high, and so she needs a ladder to reattach those end hooks. don't know if there's much she can do. What do you reckon? Uh, well, <laughs> look, I'm not an expert on curtains, but I was down in the Hotty Two-Fated Crib two weekends ago, and I put up all the curtains in, in the in the crib and out in the back shed. So we had about 10 pairs. Um, so I, I, I upschooled very quickly, thanks to my mum, on how to put them up. Um, and some of them, look, I put some, um, some were secondhand that I bought to match the error, and they already had the plastic bits on them. And the same sort of thing was happening. When I went to pull it open, the end would come off, and mum said, just go and buy for a couple of bucks. I think it was like 4 or $5 for a whole packet of new hooks. Mm. Um, and I replaced them piece of cake um if they're jamming i'm I'm presuming that that there's not enough um your brackets are too far apart and the the plastic track might be sagging and that's why they're catching so you may just need to get a a couple more of the brackets that support your particular type of um uh, rail thank you debbie in christchurch is looking at getting new double glazed windows for her weatherboard bungalow the trim and the surrounds also need a bit of a tidy up and a fresh paint. Does Stan recommend doing this before or after the double glazing installation? That's a good question, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great question. And um, look, it's always a lot easier. If the, if the glazing has been pulled out, 
um, and, and all the old glazing, I should say, is pulled out. And if you can get in there and, and give it an undercoat and at least one top coat before that glazing goes in, I'll tell you what, you'll save yourself a world of pain. And, you know, you only have to buy all that, all that masking tape and cutting in brushes. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's a good way to go. Um, the only thing is you will have your windows, obviously, with no um, glass in them. So you'd probably have to plywood them up or... or, or staple of polythene sheet over or, or something like that so you just have to be aware obviously on that side of things that it may just be not secure unless you've got some individual pieces of board to go over the windows thank you 2101 if you want to throw a quick question at stan chris in ohiwa <laughs> harbour like me is having problems with his aluminium windows ours are only in a couple of years though we have all sorts of problems with them stan ah. for, for chris um, he's got one that keeps wanting to open outwards by itself. He says if yep. it's left open just a little bit, it'll eventually fly open. Yeah. And then the second problem is an aluminium window, which is really stiff and difficult to open. He says he's tried CRC and silicon spray, but no big difference. Any any ideas? Yeah, look, these, there are so many different types of joinery um, um, hinges out there or friction stays. Um, and, you know, they range from holding 10 kg up to you know 60 kg um, for a hinge so yeah, what I would say is they definitely need replacing now if you the last time I had a, uh, a joinery guy come around to do some maintenance on a property that I was renovating it was about a $210 call out from memory and that was I think it was charging between 50 to 60 bucks for a set of hinges and then it's around about $100 for the call out and generally, they would like to do more than a couple to make it worth their while. So each window, obviously, you're not going to get the $100 call out on each one, but it'll drop down, you know, cheaper as the more you do. But um, you, you, I've actually gone out and bought them myself and, and, and changed them over relatively easy. Some of them are screwed in. Some of them are pot riveted in. Um, pot riveted ones, you, you have to make sure you have to get the right um, diameter pot rivets, you know, to make sure they're heavy duty enough. Um, but a lot of them are screwed in. So ideally, you want to take that hinge out and um, either go online and find, make sure you, you measure it. Um, and there's plenty of instructions on how you how to measure it. There's, there's all sorts of different places, joinery hardware, the architectural hardware specialists, they specialise in selling straight to the public for different types of frictional stays and that. It's just really important that you get the right one. So Sometimes they fly open because you know there'll be a plastic washer in between where where they sort of where they squeeze open and shut. If that wears out, that's just going to fly open. And then same with if 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 it's just not freeing up after you know it's too stiff. With a, you put all that lubricant in there for the sake of it, I'll just replace it too. And but just really make sure you get the exact size one you want. I mean, you could even go into a a, a a place that um, makes aluminium joinery and take your hinges in with you and just say, can I buy directly from you? And, and more than likely, they'll probably sell them to you. News on those Auckland Airport shares coming up in the 3.30 headlines. Uh, Auckland Budget's passed a proposal to sell 7% of them. More on that in a moment. Uh, okay, here's one for you, Stan. Someone wants to replace their heated towel rail. It's wired in. It's a like-for-like like change. Can they do it themselves or do they need a registered electrician? Yeah, get a spark in. Yeah, no, 100% cannot do that job themselves. Yeah, it's, it, look, it's, it's, it'll be an inexpensive thing. And, and I can't stress this enough. Look, if you're um, renovating your house or, or building a new house, you are actually allowed to run all the cables within the wall yourself. The sparky will, will say, 
just run this particular, you know, maybe it's 2.5 or 1 mil cable, whatever it is, from here to there, and then before any lining goes on, he'll come in and check it, and they will do all the fit-off, but you're certainly not allowed to change any power points yourself or, or wire and things like that. You have to get a registered Sparky in for that, yeah. I heard a mouse behind my uh, PowerPoint switch the other other day. I oh, no. Undid it, undid it by myself, grabbed him by the tail and threw him outside. It was a you heroic did move. Not. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Heroic, Stan. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it, you get the bravery reward for that. Well, you know, I found a couple of my um, um, hot water cover just the other day in the old uh, mouse trap. Oh, my God. We got a lot of farmland behind us, so there's a lot of rats and mice. Yeah. have been sort of inundating property with all this rain we've had down in Gisborne, unfortunately. Gosh. Yeah. Um, Stan, thank you. Really appreciate welcome, it. Mate. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Hope the surf's good on the East yeah. Coast. Yeah, cheers. Uh, love to the family. Cheers, mate. Bye Thanks. Bye. Stan Scott.